Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Liquored Up Lowdown. We are drinking scotch today, and we are going to bring you the stupid news. Scotchy, scotch, scotch. I know you told me this, but I don't remember who was first. Uh, it's me. It's you that goes first. What scotch are you drinking? Uh, Oban. Oh, man. I'm drinking the famous grouse. Which, fun fact, is the number one highest selling scotch in Scotland. All right. This first story. There is a, uh, a vendor who came up with a safety tool that will actually allow for you, if you have a baby, which we don't. No. But if you have a baby, you can put the baby in this baby bag that is fireproof, by the way, allegedly so. And then you can, you know, lower your baby down to safety using this bag. So in the case of a fire. Yes. And you're on like multiple floors. This this is the premise and the 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 use case of this baby saving bag. I have a baby. The building I'm in is in flames. I place the baby in the safety bag. That is correct. And I lower the baby to safety from a window or an open portcullis or yes, a balcony of some kind. Kudos on portcullis. Very nice. <laughs> it's actually completely inappropriate. <laughs> like, I mean, who are you, Lady Pembroke? Like, right. I mean, yes. what do you, you know? Yeah, yes. I mean, I've from our Juliet state. balcony. Yeah, yes. My stone mansion is on fire. <laughs> Bring yes. me the baby. It sounds like a great product. It sounds like very helpful, very safe. Right. You would think you'd be like, okay, this is great. I would imagine that it's not limited to just babies. You have a cat. You need to yeah. take the cat and, uh, you know, you know, based on a certain weight and size of the cat, you could yeah. actually use it to save your cat. So multi-purpose, I think. But there's one problem, Tom. There's one what is- snafu in this entire plant. What could possibly be wrong? The Child Protective Services Organization here in the U.S., I believe, warns not to use these emergency baby bags because they could snap and fall. They had one job. (laughs) So they snap and fall. They snap and fall. Well, isn't that the opposite of keeping the baby safe? That is indeed the opposite of keeping the baby safe. They apparently did not plan for the possibility of the breaking straps. Oh, see, they didn't know the baby's weighed pounds. Well, as long as the baby, as long as the baby weighed less than 75 pounds. Well, I mean, that's so we're also talking about small children, possibly. Well, I, right. But I mean, honestly, if your newborn infant weighs more than 75 pounds, I, I honestly think that th- Child Protective Services has more to worry about than the safety bag. You know, like, what are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? Are you just does? Do you just have the toddler in a pen yes. that you're feeding him corn? Like, what, what right. do you? Uh, there should there should be an asterisk saying that as long as you care and feed of your child in a healthy way, you can use this bag. Yeah. You don't have to worry about this at all because of the formula shortage. There's no way that your baby weighs more than 75 right. pounds. There's not enough food to eat. Yes, there's a whole conspiracy behind it because now the baby rescue bags are like 
They started that whole shortage to try to make babies way less, right. so their straps way less break. It's, so the strap wouldn't break. It's yeah, yeah it's yet another uh, conspiracy thought of here at the Liquored Up Lowdown. So you want to hear some of the advertising slogans? Yeah, and maybe we can make up a few of our own. Sure. It is said to be made from quote unquote the same materials used in U.S. emergency response equipment with a quote unquote water resistant outer layer. Oh, nice. In case it's raining or something. Not only is it a multi-purpose thing where you could you could save both babies as well as cats. uh, It could be a fire. It could be a hurricane. Hmm. Could be a a lot of different things. Well, I don't think it could be a hurricane because you go you lower the baby out in like 125 mile an hour winds. It's going to get smashed against the. Uh, You're going to have a tough time yeah. holding the baby. Like, I mean, it's just going to go. And before yeah. you know, it, the baby's going to be in Oz. And that's how they get new munchkins in Oz. That's I didn't think of that. That is true. Except that's a tornado, not a hurricane. Uh, they fold up into a compact pouch that can be kept with other emergency supplies and include a 60 foot long line, 60 feet. Wow. That uh, 60 foot long line that could break at any time. That is five stories, Tom, five stories could break at any time. Did you say there were advertising slogans slogans? Uh, well, nah, yeah, I guess not. I, well, I, I slogans is probably a wrong word. It was more about like what they claimed to be able to do. Oh, in, I thought it was something it. like, you know, what's the name of the product? Uh, baby rescue. Yeah. Like, I mean, I was thinking that you had like a slogan, like baby rescue. If it works out great, baby rescue, watch out for falling babies. Why not give it a try? What do you have to lose? <laughs> uh, I have another story. I hope so. That was a pretty short show, if not. Yeah, I have a, I have another story. Uh, and this one, there's a, a bit of a callback. We are beginning to, to find a thread, a theme, uh, topics that arise more than once in the course of the Liquor It Up Lowdown. And hamsters were uh, one of my favorite stories from several months back. Yes, I remember it. The hamsters you- have, have returned. I'll read the headline. And let you prepare for the rest of the details that are to follow. A team of scientists in the U.S. have accidentally created overly aggressive mutant hamsters following a gene editing experiment. Marvel Studios, I hope you're listening. (laughs) I mean, I really. uh, Overly aggressive mutant hamsters, the scientists call them aggressive mutant rage monsters there's a lot to unpack here yeah understatement i think yeah northwestern university we're examining a hormone called vasopressin and uh, its receptor called avpr1a and so they figured (sighs) if they tried to remove the uh this particular hormone or the the receptor for this hormone in a group of Syrian hamsters that it would increase bonding and cooperation in the hamsters, because apparently hamsters have a social structure, not unlike humans. Uh, well, I don't know if you know, are aware of this, Tom, but um, rage, not really conducive to cooperation. Yes. Where, yeah. Their expectation proved to be wrong. Uh, very wrong. Yes. Very wrong. 
One of the professors says, we were really surprised at the results. <laughs> we okay. anticipated that if we eliminated vasopressin activity, we would reduce both aggression and social communication, but the opposite happened. Yes, it did. They, they presented high levels of aggression towards other same-sex individuals, which includes chasing, biting, and pinning. So just they went nuts. Yeah. They're like, you know, they're like Will Smith at the Oscars. Did they're they? Just, you had to go there, didn't you? I did. I did. Did they start making like weapons and shit? Like, no, uh, no nothing there like are that. Some, there are some fun pictures, though, of hamster fights, which are just, <laughs> yeah, they are adorable. No. You know, it does. Actually, there is a, we still have screen sharing on. Let me, let me share this yeah. with you. Tell me that that does not actually look like the Will Smith. It does. You can put that side by smack. side. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Like that is definitely the Will Smith smack from the Oscars. Like yeah. you know, there's Chris Rock. There's Will Smith. I don't know. I think it's clear. Mm. COVID. Trump. Uh, war in Ukraine. And then this. And this is just not what you think is how it's going all going to end. Like mutant rage hamsters. You just, it, it's not what you see when you think of the apocalypse, but yeah. who knows? Cause one of these things gets out. It's all over friends. It's all over. Drunk I love the quote there. We don't understand the system as well as we thought we did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, you know, scientist says one. while messing his hair, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It turns out <laughs> life finds a way. Yeah. What are they going to do for the next experiment to try to make this work? Yeah. Try removing like the cooperation gene Isn't and hopefully it goes the opposite later? way. Isn't 20 because they're not really zombies in 28 days later. They're actually like victims of a military experiment gone wrong where they yeah, just really know. increase the rage. And now they're doing it to hamsters. That gives a new meaning to the phrase cage fighting because I'm assuming they're in cages. They are. Well, right now they are, but who knows what could happen. Yeah. Are we ready for the next story? You know, it's funny. I'm looking at a list here of animals that people think they can beat mm -hmm. in hand-to-hand -hand combat. Uh-huh. And I'm shocked and dismayed to not see mutant rage hamsters even listed. <laughs> okay. I do see a rat listed here is 72% of Americans. Yeah. Think that they could beat a rat in hand-to-hand -hand combat. <laughs> who are the other 28% who yeah. would have an issue? I don't know, but I do hope this. I do hope that the 28% who say they couldn't be a rat are not part of the 6% that say they could beat a grizzly bear in hand to hand combat. <laughs> you, yeah, say six, most, you say six percent? Six percent of Americans think they could beat a grizzly bear in a hand to hand fight. That is fucking way too low. That is way <laughs> too low. You you think more people think they could beat a grizzly bear? I think bear? there are more people who think they can beat a grizzly bear, but don't want to admit it. And I think it's more like double that. Twelve percent. I well easy. I don't know. I want to see the sample size. 
I want to see peer-reviewed papers. Yeah. I think it's more than 6% are going to say that. Unarmed? Yes, I do think people are that dumb. Because I will tell you this. I am not one of the 6%. I've seen a grizzly bear before in real life. And no, there's no yeah. way. I like mean, one of the one of the bear's paws is the size of one's torso. You think you can bum rush a bear and make it in in time to yeah. be able to do anything? Well, I don't fucking know. think so. And you know the guy, right? You know the guy yes. that's in the 6%. Yeah. He's like, well, what I do first is I would come at him with a flying kick leap and I would uh-huh. boost him in his nozzle and then I would seize him by the neck and would squeeze him until he yes. lost his oxygen and then it would go down. What I would do is I would distract him with some sort of a distraction and then I would move around on his flank and then I would punch him and then I would kick him and then before he knew it, kapow, right on the top of his head because little known yep. fact, bears actually have a problem with like their brains being beaten in. So there you go. Uh, Problem solved. I can totally do it. If I bat one of his left ears, he'll lose his balance. Everybody knows that. You know, I I just think it's, uh, it's, I think it's crazy that it's that high. Like I really do. And it's ironic because one of the stories that didn't even make uh, this week was Mm -hmm. a soldier was killed by a bear. I don't know if you saw that when you were doing your research. But there's a no. sold there's a there's an armed soldier that was killed by a bear. You know, and and there's idiots out there that think they can beat a grizzly bear in hand-to-hand combat. What else is on the list? There's other well, things on the list, right? So okay. we have rats, we've got fucking uh well hamsters didn't make it. Hamsters Rage-filled didn't hamsters it. didn't make it. Uh no, we got we got rage. fucking bears. What else we got? Let's say you've got a dream match. Let's say, yeah. let's say the boxing commission is about to put on an exhibition yep. fight. What do you think you could beat in a hand-to-hand fight? Now, I wouldn't. I would be able to do this, but I would not escape injury. But I would survive. And I would say, uh, shark. A shark. Sh- you think you sharks, could beat a shark? I think I could beat a shark because sharks actually. This is a known fact. When you punch them, their jaws open and they let go. I could yeah. beat a shark in hand-to-hand combat. Is I would, that true, I would, though? I would get bitten. I have no idea, but I'm going to fucking double down on it because scotch, yes, I beat a shark in the face with, uh, with my fist. I'm sure it'll be fine. Yes. Uh, yeah. Set me okay. up. Sign me up. Let's do it. Okay. So Brian, Brian versus shark. It's, it's just funny because if you think you can beat a grizzly bear, there's just going to be like, you know, two sounds of you fighting a grizzly bear. There's going to be you hitting the grizzly bear in the face. And then there's going to be the sound of you being eaten. So do you have a list of States that you would never move to? Um, I really don't. Yeah. I, I, I mean, uh, th- there's probably one or two that I would really be very, very hesitant, but I, I I'm never going to say never. Well, it's actually shorter for, and it's probably less offensive for the, you know, nationwide audience of people we have probably less offensive for me to just simply list off the ones that I would, the ones that you would, what? the ones that I would live in what, oh, states that you would live in states that I would live in, okay. which is the state I'm in now, which is Washington. Right. Yeah. Uh, I would say that the New England states are pretty, pretty much up for grabs. I like okay. all of those. 
Um, yeah. Even you, New Hampshire. Sure. Why not? But outside of that, man, I don't know. Wow. It's a lot of the country. You're just not going to yeah. consider. Yeah, I don't think uh, I don't think I want to like uh, go down the path of uh, talking about that as it is right now. But maybe as this story goes on, I might be more willing to talk about it. But here we go. The state, the great state of West Virginia. Is paying twenty thousand dollars to people to move there. Well, there's a state that I've just suddenly added to my hey, list of possible. Yeah, man. Hey, you know, you need 20K. Now okay, it, it does come with 20K. some it does come with some conditions and some quid pro quos and whatnot. Do I gotta be an idiot? <laughs> <laughs> we just lost the West Virginia audience. Right, just like uh, that. No, I, I don't even know where West Virginia is. I couldn't I pick don't it either. Out. I couldn't pick it out on a map. So it's west of Virginia. Yeah, the idea that I have strong opinions about West Virginia. West Virginia sounds like a state that when I start to mention the 20 states that I probably actually know, yeah. West Virginia is not going to be in the list. It's not one of them. Actually, yeah. we, we uh, and by we, I mean uh, me and my beautiful wife, we actually drove through a portion of West Virginia when we drove across the country to move to New England. And the, the tippity top of West Virginia is a lovely place. It's a magical place, I'm sure. I mean, this but, is a great country, though. I, I, I don't I don't really think there's ever been a state that I've that I would discount because once again, like I'm a New Yorker, right? Yeah. And and we make fun of New Jersey. It, it's <laughs> it's it's genetically right. impossible to be a new New Yorker without making fun of New Jersey. And then I had to spend time in Jersey. And I actually went to some of the, like beach towns on New Jersey and New Jersey is gorgeous. Right. The little tip that's up by New York is where all the sewage goes, but everything else in New Jersey is really, really nice. Right. And, but I'm still going to make fun of New Jersey. Uh, well, the thing to. is, well, here, here's the thing. I think that everyone should have a sense of humor about, themselves and then also therefore where they're from like i make fun of washington all the time in the pnw like you know why is every man here have beards and flannel why what the fuck you know you know stuff like that so i think every state has a certain level of ridicule that is that is you know people should have a nice little sense of humor about what are the rules that you have to adhere to in west virginia well, one more little piece of commentary. The reason why this is happening is because apparently with the, the post-COVID sort of push for like remote work right. to where people now aren't tied to a specific geographical region when they do remote work for, well, anywhere, because a lot of companies now are allowing people to work from anywhere. So apparently there's this sort of cottage industry or sort of, you know, I don't want to call it a political movement per se, but there are a lot of states who are offering incentives for people to come there and live there and spend the money there so that they can work from remote there. Right. This is a big thing. This is happening everywhere. And apparently West Virginia is like said, Hey, we will pay you 20 grand to come live here for remote. So the, the details are, could West Virginia be the next remote work hub in the United States? A new program aims to use the state's natural resources and a little cash to bring workers to the mountain state. Didn't realize that was the name of it. Hmm. The fact of the matter is that we've lost more population than any other state in West Virginia. And they've also talked about the fact that they've, they've lost a lot of 
what they call their best and brightest. When people have a highly desirable skill and are highly educated, they typically go elsewhere. But now they're trying to bring those people back because money. Yeah. Uh, Bend, Oregon, in the middle of nowhere, had the highest per capita of remote workers in the country. Bend, Oregon, I've never been there, but I also hear that is a magical place also. So here's how it works. Program offers a total value of 20K to newcomers through the program. These remote workers would initially get $10,000 to move to one of the three pilot areas that launched in 2021. Lewisburg, Shepherdstown, and Morgantown. And then they'd receive another 2000 for the second year. They also provide a recreation package. They have vouchers to go around and experience different parts of the state. What's in the recreation package, though? The portion of the package is valued around $8,000, but the experience, Willie believes, will be priceless. I'm a New Yorker, and so, you know, for me, the world ends somewhere after Newark. You know, I, I, like there's a part of me that that's, that's a flat earther in concept, which essentially means that anything past Newark, you just fall off into space because I don't I don't know if I believe there is a West Virginia. I'm not I've never seen any evidence of it. What's our next story? So our, our my last story for this week is yes. Zambia. The Bank of Zambia fell uh, afoul of a ransomware attack. Now, if you've never heard of this, this is where hackers basically break into uh, a company's um, IT systems and through software, lock up all the information in it and they hold it hostage for money. Yeah. And it, it, it's actually an incredibly lucrative crime. And, and there's a lot of places, even some towns in America who have had no choice but to like pay off and 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 get access to their information not the bank of zambia so these guys went after the bank of zambia and instead of getting the money that they requested to unlock their information the bank of zambia sent them dick pics along with a note that said suck this dick and stop locking bank networks thinking that you will monetize something Learn to monetize. Yeah. Awesome. That is really awesome. It is awesome. And frankly, if I could open an account at the Bank of Zambia, I would just based on this alone. Yeah, no doubt. A couple of caveats and a couple of things just like on the whole like uh, ransomware thing. Um, Two facts about ransomware outside of what Tom just said. The first is that the way you pay the ransom, if you are going to pay the ransom, which by the way, you should not for various reasons. I have a blog post on that, but the, 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 the way you have to pay it is you have to pay it through cryptocurrency. Right. Number one. And number two, as a result of that, and this is a running joke in the it industry of which I am a part. Uh, the running joke is, and this is true. The, organizations who do ransomware have the best support on the planet. No joke, because what happens a lot is like they will actually, you know, do you know, have a successful ransomware attack. They actually have a phone number that people have to call. And when they call, because a lot of people are like, I don't even have I don't even know how to like buy cryptocurrency. They will walk you through how to pay them so that you can actually unlock shit. Yeah. 
So like the running joke is like their support. They like a lot of the people who are employed by these ransomware gangs, which is by the way, what they're called fucking like they build resumes. <laughs> I'm assuming what was your previous work experience? Well, but actually good for them. I think that more companies should do that. They should <laughs> more companies should keep a bevy of dick pics after protecting themselves from ransomware, which I have a lot of ticks and tips and tricks for that. And then that's what they should do. My major question is whose dick was it? I'm sure they just fucking found him. Well, I mean, do you know for sure? No, I I don't. You don't really know for sure. No. Like, I mean, it could be an employee's dick. They might have sent out a blanket email. Like, you know, is are there any employees who would like to send us a dick pic? And you know, there were some that would be like, I'll I'm your I'm your Huckleberry. I wonder if maybe policy dictates it has to be the ceo's dick ah dictates get it ah (laughs) very nice right yeah Uh, totally unintentional when people would go in for their employee pictures they would take a picture of the face but then they would also ask to take a picture of the dick just in case (laughs) there's a ransomware attack they want it on file who can say yeah if they need badges to get into a place, do you think maybe they like accidentally put somebody's dick pic as their face pic? <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The little thing that you clip to your pocket. Like, yep. oh, that, geez, you've lost weight. <laughs> <laughs> How old is that picture? You need to update it. <laughs> yeah. You know, gosh, yeah. Michael, man, have you gotten the tan since then? Or, well, we thank everyone very much for listening to the show and we hope you enjoyed the show and we do hope that you will listen to the liquored up lowdown again you can follow me at intelligent2 on the twitter machine if you're so inclined you can follow the show at liquored up ld and you can follow brian at russian lit guy and uh hey who knows what great granules of wisdom will be peppered with if you do so yes Thanks, everybody. Please tune in next week. We'll see you again. We will see you next week.